to uh, another episode of SVT. I guess uh, since my team is still playing, I'm going to start this thing. My name is Vince. I got Sam and Tyler with me. Gentlemen, how's hey. it going? Well, what's going on? Yo. And of course, we have Tim on the ones and twos. Tim, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Let's let's uh, get into this. Yeah, sounds great. I'm. Uh, everybody's kind of had their fun, but now the teams are. Uh, they, they're they're both in Vegas. They're both getting serious, uh, super serious to the point where the Niners are playing are practicing at the uh, University of Nevada Las Vegas field, and that field apparently they just took some grass and threw it over the top of the turf. And it's it's, it's just like really, mush. It's terrible. It's mush. And and so so that's fun. Um, just another another thing to get pissed off about. You know, add it to just let it rattle in the back of your mind. Uh, maybe make a you know nice hard legal tackle. Uh, but you know, keep it in between the lines a little bit. Looking at you, Dre Greenlaw. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, I'm I'm really excited. I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, obviously we're going to talk about a couple of other things too. We got some basketball notes, a couple of hockey notes, and even some soccer notes too. Uh, oh hell, even some baseball notes, but, uh, obviously it's, you know, the NFL is King, uh, here in America. And, uh, when your team is in the Super Bowl, you're going to talk about it. So here I am talking about it. Uh, the Niners uh, are two point favorites going, uh, to actually they're technically the visitor. Oddly enough, uh, and, th- and that's just because they alternate every yep. other year. Is um, so this year is the AFC's turn to be home. That's why the Niners are the visiting team. Uh, I mean, we can go into picks right now, but everybody knows where I'm going. Uh, I'm pick. Uh, I'm picking the Niners. I picked them to win the whole thing at the beginning of the year. They're my favorite football team. I'm not gonna stop picking them now. You know, <laughs> yeah. sacrifice some points. Why I do that? Hell no. Um. So uh, b- basically, uh, on our standings, Tyler, you uh, eliminated yourself last week. Um, uh, I, I mean, went for broke two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> I went for broke. You eliminated broke. yourself. Yeah, you eliminated yourself. Me and Sam are technically tied with points uh, on our points right now, but uh, if I I pick the Niners, I get an extra five bonus points if they actually win because I picked them preseason. Cheers, uh, boys. Sam. Your only chance to beat me is to pick the Chiefs. And hope you're right. Is that something you're willing to do? Is that something you can stomach uh, doing? Or do you yeah. just pick? I just want to, for the sake of um, the argument, yeah, I'll, on the pickums, I'll take the Chiefs, but I think the 49ers are going to win. Okay. All right. How, how about you, Tyler? Oh, I get a say in this? Yeah. Do you um, want to play along? Pretend? Sure. Sure. I, I'll be the little brother who uh, has the controller not plugged in. Okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, of course I'm going. I'm I'm sorry, not cheese. Of course I'm going to 49ers. There you go. You're my new favorite. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, the reason why I'm think what I think is going to actually happen with this game, uh, the Chiefs are the 28th team against the run, and the Niners are a top five rushing team. Uh, We we just have to look back to the last time the Chiefs lost. That was to Sam's Raiders on Christmas Day. Um, I think the Raiders threw one pass after the second quarter, uh, after the first quarter, uh, they, they just run, run it, ran it down their throats. Runded it. Totally. They, they runded it in it down their throats. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Words hard speak. Stuck the landing <laughs> like the semi-professional that we all know I am. God damn it. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. We're going to get a lot of CMC. I think there's a chance CMC ends up being the MVP. This could be the first time in a while that we have a non-quarterback winning it. Uh, and I think CMC is obviously the non-quarterback favorite to do so because uh, anybody else is going to take some Herculean effort that we that is possible. I mean, I, would anybody, uh, if, if the Chiefs end up winning, if it's not Patrick Mahomes, who who is it that wins the uh, the MVP? You know, I mean, if it's if the Niners win, obviously the quarterback gets a lot of the praise. He's going to be the favorite if the Niners win. But CMC can actually do enough to change the game and might actually, if he ends up with two touchdowns and you know makes a couple of guys miss, uh, you know, that that's a recipe for an MVP. I think the we'll last. The last Super Bowl MVP for a running back was Terrell Davis in 1997. Mm, wow, for the, for the Broncos. That's right. Uh, John, one of John Elway's. That was the second to last uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and right before that, just just to note it here, the the 1993 was Emmett Smith. So, right. Um, it's been a That's, long time. It's uphill. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's an uphill battle, especially for running backs. The running back position is devalued in today's yeah. game but uh cmc is the exception uh not the rule so yeah you know that that that's kind of where i see it going maybe uh i know that the uh the chiefs uh they they don't score a lot of points but they also don't allow a lot of points so this game probably i would not be terribly surprised if it hits the under you know uh, yeah i i don't know what the over under is exactly when i last thought it was two and a half right that was a spread well, well, the, i don't know the, the, i don't know what the over under is though yeah i don't yeah, know what the over I mean, it's got to be in mid 40s probably probably um, i could like i could see the winners winning uh the, the niners winning 24 to 20 or something like that and that's 44 points right there i don't know what the exact over under is something like that but uh brock 30 uh as as we call him is uh he's gonna get the job done i think <laughs> i like that brock 30 so I guess that's kind of how I see it. Uh, if if anybody else sees any anything else they want to add to the game, or uh, good to move I, on. I just want to see the Chiefs get crushed, and hopefully Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey have life-ending uh, injuries. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Jesus. <laughs> uh, the uh, no, real I just, quick. The, I, uh... I just want to see the Chiefs get fucking socked in the face and and yeah. lose. Honestly, you know. The oh, over yeah. under is forty seven and a half. We'll call it forty seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if the Niners get to thirty, they're winning this game. The Chiefs, I don't think, have allowed anybody to get to thirty on offense the entire year. So uh, if the Niners get to thirty, I think it's a wrap. Um, it's it, it's a done deal, and I think that's the name of the game. Yeah, obviously you want your defense to play well, but you just want to keep scoring. Just keep scoring. Field goals, touchdowns. I don't care. Every chance you get, uh, just put some points on the board. Right. So I think that's, uh, and you you don't worry about, um, like 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 these, the plays that the Lions were making, the decisions they were making. Uh, that's uh, you know, like not putting up the field goals that we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. I think the Niners will do uh, do that in those opportunities and just keep adding on points. And that's, that was the difference. And that ended up being the difference in the game uh, in the NFC title game. And that it may come down to that in this game. You know, I, right. I just, I, I don't want Patrick Mahomes to have the, 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 the last shot. 
I guess, is is what I uh, don't want the most. We've seen what he can do with 13 seconds and a timeout you know, against the Bills. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, uh, it, it's not over until it's over. The Niners held the Chiefs to 10 points the last time they played four years ago through three and a half quarters, and then suddenly they had 31 points by the end of the game. They just, like, Patrick Mahomes obviously is a scary, uh, scary opponent. He's otherworldly, and you just you do what you can. You just keep stacking up points. And we talked about possessions. Don't worry about time on the clock so much as it is possessions and just turn every possession into points for yourself and try to limit the points uh, per possession on that side. Yeah. I mean, I, I look, I've already said that I believe the four ers are going to win, but the chiefs playoff chiefs are different. Mahomes in the playoff is different. Uh, Big red uh, Andy Reid is different in the playoffs. So, so's the refereeing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have my own arguments with that with la- with last year's Super Bowl, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not how the breaks ro- rolled for me. So um, I would just say at this point, I agree with you that if it's under, f- it's probably going to be under 48. I do believe that. Um, but I'm not really like, let's say you go into halftime 21 to, 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 I don't know, nine, right? And you're up. I still don't think that's a comfortable enough lead. Oh, like, it's not. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I that's wanna, I, that's how I much I'm nervous 30. about yeah. about what Big Red can do on that second half adjustments. Now, four Niners also make really great second half adjustments. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's all gonna be season, really good. all yeah. season, the Niners have been a much better second half team than they have been in a first half team. So if it's close going into the half, I'm feeling really good. If the Niners are up big at going into the half, I'm feeling amazing. If the Niners are down a little bit, I'm still not worried. Hell, I I mean, with the NFC title game, I, the Niners were down three scores at half. Mm-hmm. And I was I, I was concerned, but I hadn't lost hope yet uh, because I knew that they got the possession coming out of halftime. So uh, hopefully Usher doesn't screw up the field too much and we can uh, keep the streak alive. I, uh, I, I plan on – I, I got to do it this week, but I plan on doing like a little – betting thing not for money but just like prop bets and just picking throughout the game i know there's some online but i want to kind of do some of my own so um i'll have a fun little prop bet sheet for you guys come sunday cool all right sounds like fun yeah right on okay so um i guess i mean we're in and out with this it's just one game to discuss right and we don't have anything to talk about what already happened we can obviously next week we'll break down uh how the niners got their sixth ring i'm putting it out there right now uh we'll talk all about that next week and uh it's, it's been definitely the longest gonna happen. uh longest quest been a long for drought six. <laughs> yeah, 29 years uh god uh that that last super bowl trophy has like knee pain now man um it gets it gets really bad hangovers now uh god damn uh so uh, let's let's move on to some other notes. Uh, we have the coaching carousel has finally come to a halt. Uh, Baltimore defensive coordinator Mike McDonald has been hired as the new Seattle head coach, and Dan Quinn is the guy in in uh, Washington now. He leaves the Dallas job, stays in the NFC East. That's good news for Tyler. Uh, 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 that that means Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick will not be head coaches in the coming season. Um, that's a little surprising. Mike Vrabel's a hell of a coach. Obviously, Bill Belichick is a Hall of Famer, but we'll see what happens. Maybe they just, you know, consult 
with somebody for a year and then get a head coach job next year. Or maybe, maybe Bill calls it quits. Uh, I know Mike Vrabel's not done, yeah. but um, maybe, maybe Bill to goes, goes to college and, and, you know, Rex house one more time goes back. Maybe to he comes over to the Niners and just kind of is a, like, just, just kind of a, a, a guy helping out around, uh, around the, the house, you know, you know, maybe, maybe he's just, you know, just kind of looks up at the at, at the board and you know, does like uh was it goodwill hunting just like draws a couple of arrows <laughs> on the board and suddenly uh the Niners go undefeated and never trail the entire season you know I don't know I don't know I, I do want to touch awesome. base that like I was excited about Washington ha- hiring Dan Quinn because um Dan Quinn to me I don't think he's uh there's a lot better head coaching candidates out there I should say that let's be nice to to an extent and the fact that his uh, OC that was in running to be with him was was going to be um, UCLA's head coach. Oh, oh, uh, Kelly. Chip Kelly was in the running to be the OC, and then they gave it to Cliff, uh, as you put, Dingleberry. So uh, Cliff Dingleberry. Uh, I, yeah, you, know what? you dodged a bullet, man. You dodged Definitely. a bullet. We all did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for it, man. I, that means that Washington is uh, still going to be rebuilding for the next foreseeable four years. <laughs> yeah, they're they're years away. I actually with with Kingsbury uh, going to Washington, I can actually see them trading up to one. Uh, so I, you know, because uh, I think they would want to get Caleb Williams. I think that's that's the whole point of probably going after uh, Kingsbury is I can actually see them trading with Chicago, moving up one spot, guaranteeing them the quarterback that they want. Um, if I'm Chicago, I that's the trade that I would do. I would yeah, I would move down one spot. Yeah, and you're, you're going to get probably another first rounder next year. And, exactly. And, and then you probably throw in like a, a you know, a, a second rounder and a third or something exa- like that. I don't and know, then the, you know? depending on who you really want, if you feel like, Justin Fields is a guy you're going to go you're going to go with next year. You could trade down again and possibly have multiple first round draft picks this year and next year um and you're surrounding the quarterback with with a lot of young talent or 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 maybe you get a a quarterback later in the round or maybe you trade Justin Fields. I don't I don't know. Um but the world is your oyster, Chicago. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> it's actually Carolina's oyster that they're holding oddly enough, you know, well, uh, Carolina really shit the bed on that. And it's going to be rough for a while. I do not envy anybody uh, working in that building. That's going to be a rough one. Right. Going yep. forward. Uh, so uh, a couple of other, one other note for the NFL, at least uh, the Eagles, your boys, they're going to host a game in Sao Paulo, Brazil, an opening weekend in t- for the, for next season. The game is going to be on Friday. So you won't do. get the Thursday night game. That'll be the Super Bowl winner, probably. Yeah. Uh, but but Friday, so you're gonna get the first game that isn't the Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I mean, I I like this. I think it's great for you know fans around the world that love to watch it. I just kind of wish it wasn't a, a scheduled game, more like a you know a, an exhibition game would be more, I guess, up my alley because you gotta imagine the travel that they have to do and all that fun stuff and you know. I mean, there's London series. I just kind of wish it wasn't in an impactful game that meant for the season, but it is beginning. It is the first game of the season. So I guess it's not going to make too much of a difference, but. Right. And it's a Friday. You get a couple extra days travel. You're still staying in this hemisphere, you know, so you're just a couple hours ahead of normal. So 
uh yeah yes yeah. it, it shouldn't be too terrible um on the jet lag at least like it, it, the jet lag is really like time like traveling time zones that's really where it gets you it's not so much um north and south it's more of an east yeah, west problem absolutely so. and one yeah. more coaching one more coaching hire was oh yeah uh, yeah luke getsy very exciting the <laughs> raiders the job. get see their guy um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently Cliff Kingsbury, uh, he ended up uh, backing out of the Raiders deal because they offered him a two-year contract and he wanted a three-year guarantee. Um, so that was the hang-up on the contract. So obviously he moves on to Washington and then the Raiders turned their attention to Luke Getze, who you know was their number two guy. And it's actually been a kind of like a divisive... Uh, you know, amongst Raider fans, they're they're debating if this is a good hire or a bad hire. Um, I feel kind of split. You know, he, as far as uh, previous offensive coordinators that Luke Getze has worked with and, and the coaching tree he comes from, you know, you get kind of excited for it. But at the same time, he didn't really do much in Chicago. And it's kind of hard to say was that he inherited a lot of these players. You know, he, he inherited uh, Justin Fields, who struggled passing the ball, struggled with injuries, showed signs of improvement. Um, interesting statistic was the ground game was actually really good. Uh, so they act the Bears actually ran the ball pretty well with Getsy. But during those two years, guess who the leading rusher was? So it's a little deceiving. Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's a little deceiving. Um, but the the opinion of him in coaching circles is that he's actually a really good coach. He's a good communicator. And uh, so it's kind of like being compared to Patrick Graham when he got hired by the Raiders, a defensive coordinator was he was coming off of um, the uh, New York giants gig and they didn't really have, um, they did, per they did well, I think his first season and then kind of declined. Um but it wasn't because of uh, the agreement was it wasn't because of his coaching. It was because of uh, personnel that they didn't really have players. Like they didn't really have stars to, to execute the plays. So we kind of see Patrick Graham has been able to hook a little bit with some of these ingredients on the Raiders defense. He has, he's, you know, Max Crosby and it looks like Malcolm Kuntz is coming along and some other guys are coming along that they've drafted. So we'll see. I think it's kind of like a lukewarm hire at this time. I mean, it just kind of, you got to kind of wait and see what it looks like, no matter who the hire was. I, th you know, Cliff Kingsbury had people had his, uh, their doubts about him coming over here because it wasn't like the um, Cardinals offense was, was blowing the lid off of things. Like there was, there was questionable things there too. I think, um, oh, yeah. you know, so you don't really know. Um, I'm just really glad we didn't we didn't get Chip Kelly either. So <laughs> at least we have somebody that can run a pro offense and has a relationship with Devontae Adams. So I think that's like a good sign. He's worked with um uh you know Matt LaFleur, who has a uh you know, he was the wide receiver coach for Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. So we'll see. We'll see. Right on. Uh, all right. Any other notes in football? I don't have any. Um, just kind of. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's turn our attention to basketball. Uh, so the Warriors, 
they win two out of three games over the uh the last uh, week they're currently playing in brooklyn right now they're cs uh, excuse me nbc sports bay area has not shown me the score right now that's why i keep turning my head back to try to see it uh but they get the win versus philly uh they get the win at memphis they lose in overtime wasting a steph curry 60 point game at atlanta right now they're at brooklyn they it's at halftime they're down six it's 49 43 don't like that uh yeah, yeah so the uh, uh the game yeah. the game on saturday the atlanta mm-hmm. game that was rough and it yeah but i i i do want to stress how amazing steph curry is i mean he scored 60 points he's 35 years old only which... kobe's done that at a later age exactly yeah i think kobe <laughs> did it at 37 uh, yeah it was his final game too so uh, what but what's making this what makes this so impressive is that they played in memphis the night before they flew in and got in at 3 a.m barely had a shooter i don't even think they had a shoot around um and then they went and played this game and steph curry dropped 60 points i mean you're talking an nba player whose regiment of sleeping and making sure they're you know, tip top shape. He did all this on probably about what we would argue going to work after two and a half hours of sleep. Like that's probably how his body felt. And he dropped 60 points. So the right. fact they lost that game, I mean, I would say clay shot them out of the building. Uh, you know, Kaminga getting into foul trouble and some dumb foul calls being called um, didn't really help either, but to say it was spoiled. Yeah, I guess it was, but in reality, what we witnessed, I think it's undertoning notes and that need to be, ironed out right no yeah yeah cushion it a little bit for sure for sure yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that it's a rough it's it's kind of a rough season that keeps being rough they're four games under 500 they're 12th in the west they're only a game and a half out of the play-in tournament though so i mean you're right there uh they're you know we're about to start the third quarter it looks like yeah so i mean we'll see how that goes uh the rest of the way uh up uh, uh tell us a little bit about uh you went to the game on tuesday right against philly yeah, that was a good game. Unfortunately, Embiid got hurt. Um, mm-hmm. That was right near the end, too. Though. Yeah, Kaminga landed on his knee and definitely hyperextended it, and now he's going to get surgery um, on his knee now. So I don't know if it's torn or what the situation may be, but surgery is not a good thing, especially when you're a yeah. big man. Uh, that was... basically ends his shot at uh, defending his title because of the 65-game rule Correct. As well. Yeah. Um, it was fun, man. That that stadium is is a beautiful beautiful stadium uh i liked how easy accessible things were as far as like if you want to go get a drink and go get some food like everything was really accessible it's a great stadium um absolutely if you don't go there for a basketball game but you go there for like a concert or something else go check it out until it's worth it now as far as the crowd goes man it does not compare like it was getting right. loud towards the end the loudest i got was when that game was getting close and indeed was shooting free throws and they were trying to boo him like that's the loudest I heard, and even then I was like, "Man, right?" Does not. It's not compare. the same. It's not the same as a uh, Roracle, yeah, for sure. But does um, that um, uh, you know that that's kind of what happened. A lot of the uh, the Oakland fans got priced out a little bit with the move across the bay. And and I, I anyone who's like, "Oh, uh, you priced out the true fans." I'm sorry, but if you wanted to watch these NBA players, you know, play on your same team you're going to get priced out no matter what. Like it, that's it, true. It costs money to keep sooner, these guys. sooner or later. I mean, it wasn't cheap to go uh, at the end of the, uh, uh, the Oakland days either. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, that's not what I was trying to imply at all. No, no, no. I, I just, I, I see some of this on online. I'm like, guys, you do understand you got to see arguably one of the greatest team ever assembled because Steph Curry had a team friendly contract. Like that doesn't happen. You do right. not get Kevin Durant. If that doesn't happen. But that being yeah. said, you want to keep these players. Ticket prices have to go up in order to pay these guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so the, let's see, upcoming games, they're at Philly on Wednesday, they're at Indianapolis, excuse me, Indiana on Thursday, I'm still reading it like football, <laughs> Sat, uh, Saturday versus Phoenix, and then Monday they're at Utah, and so that upcoming games, uh, gotta win them all at this point, you you sweep those, you're back at 500, Yeah, that's, that's what this we need is, to look at. Um, is this right, this is right, this is right, yeah, yeah, okay, so next we obviously we have the Super Bowl this weekend. Next week is the NBA All Star, right? So the fall, next, yeah, yeah. Following after that, after the uh, Monday, yeah. There's a couple more games there, but yeah, yeah. So much needed rest. Play hard. Um, I put this in here last minute. Uh, I'm gonna go with this one first. So Adrian Griffin was named the uh, East head coach for the All Star game. Awkward. He got fired. Uh, right. So. Doc Rivers is going to replace him. Uh, but Doc Rivers did say that any kind of money compensation that was going to go to him, uh, he's going to give it to Adrian Griffin. He's not going to accept the money. So, yeah, uh, Doc's got money. Doc's yeah, fine. Yeah. Doc is set. He's not doing this for money now at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to note, too. I mean, obviously, if I tune into the All-Star game, cool. You know, it's more or less the fourth quarter that you really want to tune into anyways. It's the most fun mm-hmm. part. Uh, but in the three-point contest, Sabrina Local, Walnut Creek girl, Sabrina Ionescu will be challenging Steph in the three point contest. And you love could it. bet on that. I don't I know fucking why love you it. bet on that, but you could bet on it. <laughs> and, and she's doing it from the NBA uh, range with the NBA ball as well. So yeah, she, exactly. She said, I want no excuses, you know, yeah, like, so I love it. if she wins, she's going to, she's going to beat Steph on an even playing uh, surface. She's capable of doing it, man. Uh, yep. I'm not saying that's, that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying she's got the skill set to do it. And, uh, I think that's going to be fun. That might be the highlight of the entire all-star weekend. Yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely don't give a damn about the game. Uh, the, the, the dunk contest is very like, yeah. there's uh, only been one good one in the past, like 10 years. And that was yeah, the that, uh, Zach that, Levine that, one and Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting robbed at that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, the three point contest is the one that, that catches the attention anyway. So this is just extra eyes and just uh, a lot of excitement uh yeah, charged into what is already the best part of the weekend so really looking forward to that yeah so she's always uh looked up to steph so that this is more than just a three-point contest for her this is playing with her idol against her idol uh so should be fun love it what yeah. score so are, the, are the warriors are going to trade wiggins or not uh, it it is uh, well the score is tied at 54 right now uh brooklyn is at the line shooting free throws they're Uh, they're not if they are like i said today in our group chat that if they are going to trade them mavs make the most sense because of the capital and expiring contracts that they could give out to the warriors warriors cannot take on a a contract they can't do it yeah so it has to be an expiring contract it had to be like a chris paul essentially i just just think Mm -hmm. they're stuck yeah and playing playing, playing brooklyn is, is a good example i mean brooklyn is tall I mean, all of them, Claxton, Jordan, uh, uh, the um, John the Blank and the uh, kid that guarded Steph that was with the Suns too. But anyways, they're all tall and long. So, but I think that is where I see the NBA going. Um, 
you know, for a while it was the trend of small ball lineups and small guards running the big men off the court. Mm-hmm. Well, now you got these like athletic, they can run with the small guards, may not be able to guard them as efficiently, but they could keep up with them. What Brooklyn's doing at that roster, I know it's a young roster. I know they're challenging uh, as far as their scheduling goes and where they're seating at right now, but that is a promising team. And I think that's the way the NBA is going to go. If you look at that Brooklyn team. Yeah. So uh, just, you know, just win guys, win, get some W's on the board. Let's go. All right. I don't know what else to say. That's, you know, that puts the button on that one. Uh, we're actually motoring through this. It's easy when it's, you know, there's no games to talk about in the past for football, you know, and we don't worry. only have the don't one worry. going The forward. last, the last topic of the day is going, is going to make sure we yeah. hit that hour. Mark. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're, we'll get there. <laughs> I had no worry. We're going to move right along to hockey. We'll keep an eye on the Warriors game right now. It's still a close one, obviously third quarter, uh, eight minutes left. So still plenty of time in that one. And we'll just uh, we'll move on to hockey. The Sharks only played two games this past week. Tyler was correct on the win of the week. And now Tyler is in front by a half a game over me on win of the week. Uh, they, they get the win against Seattle and then they lose in overtime at Anaheim. Almost had it for me and Sam with the win of the week there, but uh, fall just short. They're currently in eighth in the Pacific, but 15th in the West. They are. Uh, they they are ahead of uh of Chicago, so that's good. Um, Hunter Bedard, who you know, uh, they they don't have any games until uh Valentine's Day, so uh, mm. they're on a they their week long break has hit right after the All Star break, which I think is pretty fortunate. Um, yeah, that's 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 excellent timing. You basically get an extra four days for everybody that's not Thomas Tomas Hurdle, and and he was having fun at the game anyway. He was uh on Justin Bieber's team after like four years ago at the, uh, the all-star game, wearing a beaver mask, uh, while doing the, uh, competition. So that was a lot of fun. Nice. A little full circle moment there. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, gritty is a menace. Okay. <laughs> I love gritty. Gritty's great. Uh, top five uh, mascots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right behind Sharky. Uh, my boy. <laughs> um, let's see some other hockey notes. The Kings fired Todd McLellan. Uh, Jim Hiller is going to serve as interim head coach for the remainder of the season. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sucks for Todd. Todd's a hell of a coach. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I still, the Kings I mean, started falling apart. And I so, still feel a little spiteful that he went to the Kings shortly well, after I mean, with us. Well, no, no, he, he went to, he, oh, he went to in, Jersey. No, 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 no. He was up in, um, Edmonton for a while That's and right. then found his way down. I don't, you know. I, I don't begrudge anybody like, you know, at this point, uh, uh, if, if there, there was a team in between, like if he went straight there, like uh Peter DeVore going straight, that's who Vegas, I'm thinking of. That's that one kind of stung a bit. That one stings, but I mean, there's enough. And also there's enough distance between uh, Todd McClellan's years uh, with, with San Jose. So I don't begrudge him. I think, I think he might be uh, done for a little while as a head coach. He might uh, have to be an assistant for somebody for a couple of years before he gets another shot at it. Uh, uh, but hockey has this habit of ha- having the same 40 guys competing for 30 jobs, uh, 32 jobs. So yep. we'll see. And it's just, a, it, it's a cycle. He's part of that cycle now. So he might have to wait a little bit, but he'll get another shot. I'm, I'm fairly certain. Um, uh, the NHL players are going to return to the Olympics in 2026. 
It'll be the first time that they've been there since 2014. So that's going to be fun to see. And also they're going to be in there in 2030 as well. So they got two years out of this deal. Fortunately, we won't get a uh, USA versus Russia. We'll get a USA versus uh, Olympic players. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Russia was caught doping uh, heavily over all programs. So uh, Russia as an Olympic uh, nation, uh, they, they, they got the band. They, they got the hammer. Uh, Yeah. Uh, justifiably so uh so all right here comes here comes the rough part uh so back in 2018 the world juniors uh there was an incident where um a a, a woman was assaulted allegedly and the the london ontario police department are finally bringing charges for uh six years later uh five uh current and former nhlers are uh are basically had they had to report to london ontario those players are dylan duvet calfoot alex uh, formenton carter hart and michael mcleod 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 i got tongue twisted there (laughs) this terrible fucking story i hate it um i won't go into the details you can search for those they're readily available but uh, this is obviously a huge situation. It was a huge scandal when it first happened that, and they, they weren't pressing charges. And uh, basically the entire uh, Canada, like hockey uh, structure got shaken up uh, because of this, because they were covering up for all of it. And you have active players. Uh, uh, the big one uh, is, is, uh, is Hart. Uh, he, he's, he's, yeah. You know that that's a huge name, Carter Hart, that uh, Philadelphia lost there. So um, we're gonna see how this shakes out. I hope uh, I hope justice prevails is is what I want to, to see happen. And that's obviously a terrible story. Please look into it further. I'm not equipped uh, to discuss it further. I don't have enough of the information in the background, but I thought it was important to bring up at least, and everybody can uh, kind of check out and go over the details uh, at, on their own. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm gonna um, rip the Oh, ooh, ooh, uh one thing about the Olympics. Uh Jacob actually uh in our chat. Hi Jacob, how's it going? He said, uh, have y'all seen that Peter Thiel is trying to have an all doping Olympics? I did see oh, that. Oh yeah. Um yeah. uh the the roid rage uh that, that happens when there's a bad call. Oh, I don't want to see that. Uh God, that's gonna be interesting. I I kind of get the appeal. Like I can see, I can see this working. Unfortunately, I know steroids are bad and you really shouldn't be doing them. And they, they really have long-term effects that are bad, but God damn, I could, I could really see this working out a lot better than it has any right to. And uh, I, I kind of want to see how it shakes down. Peter Thiel's kind of a, a bad man. Uh, but I mean, somebody was going to make money off of this idea. Eventually we had made jokes about it. Uh, yeah, everybody has made jokes about an all all steroids baseball league or something like that. And you know, when the steroid I love steroids. era was happening. Um Yeah. <laughs> great. Let's let's clip that one for the internet. Yeah, I yeah, love steroids. <laughs> um, I still say that the Olympics should have an average Joe competing against Olympians so we can understand the difference. <laughs> oh, totally. No, absolutely. Like I want I want like a guy like me yeah. trying to do the trying to do track and field. <laughs> yeah, I was actually about to say I want to see what it looks like when I do shot put versus <laughs> uh, some versus somebody who's 
you know, kind of built similarly to me, but all muscle and knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the ticket. Like you find somebody who kind of looks like him, but is definitely a regular average Joe. <laughs> like, like for example, for for the marathon, have my brother run it and just compare the times. For example, my brother runs marathons. He's not the fastest, but he's some somebody who's capable of doing the event. I'm capable of launching a shot put. I did it a couple of times a long, long time ago. I'm not any good, but it's kind of fun to see how it works, how it would work. That's that's the the ticket. We've talked about that before too, and I think Tyler, you're onto something. We just we need to see it. Like I, let's, I agree. Let's have an average Joe run against Usain Bolt. Let's see what that. Yeah. Let's just see what that looks yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, but the normal guys like doped up. <laughs> there it is. We took the regular the, guy, the cream in the three- clear. Gave him three months with all the anabolics and just go to town and see see what happens, see what he can do. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Pay-per-view oh. event. If he dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see, like, some doped-up Joe Schmo get into, like, a boxing ring with, like, elderly Mike Tyson. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. See what happens. You know what? You know what they need to bring back, though. This is off topic, but you know what they need to bring back. Remember back in the day, I think it was on FX. It might have been some other show, other other channel. Was the Tough Man series where they would just get like Joe Schmoes into a boxing ring, and then they would just box. Uh, they need to bring that back. That was a great show. They used to have like police officers versus uh firefighters. And then they would oh, have, okay. uh, you know, they might have a special where, like, you have a gripe with somebody, so you challenge them and, and <laughs> get to fight them in, uh, in the ring. Uh, they need to do that, but as, um, like, a traveling show, you go to each town, and it's just it's called Town Badass. Who's the town badass? Now we're we're straying into le- tournament. We're, we're, we're straying into letter Kenny here territory here a little bit. Uh, I don't. I don't feel oh, never like seen fighting that. Wayne. Oh, yeah. oh great. Uh, hi- highly recommend anybody okay. out there go watch Letter Kenny. It's on yeah. Hulu. Um, uh, not a sponsor, but uh, we would love you to could. <laughs> yeah, we could. Uh, we would absolutely be a sponsor if you are willing and able. Uh, Hulu. Okay, uh, let's move over to the pitch. Wrexham, uh, they, they kind of had a rough one at Salford City. What happened, yeah. Tyler? I uh, just lost 3-1. to one. Um, I think Andy Cannon was the only one who scored a goal. Like, they made some moves. Uh, the, the transfer window has gone and passed, but they've uh, acquired uh, a, another striker. Not anything that we were kind of talking about or alluding to. So um, they've acquired another right wing back. Um, they've released a couple of guys. Uh, that they couldn't get on a loan transfer. So, um, look, I don't know if these moves are really that much of a ground shaking type of type of move, but they got to figure out something. They got to figure out quick because right now they're fifteen, seven, and six, and they're in fourth place. And I think they're seven or six points away from first. So that's at least uh, two games minimum. So um, up next is uh, Bradford City. Uh, so they can get a little bit of a rebound here um, coming up here. So still some absolutely. time, but absolutely uh, back to the comments, Jacob t- uh, talking great show letter. Kenny and Shorzy is hilarious too. co-signed 100% uh, excellent, excellent uh, shows, both of them. And they, 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 they are connected. It's a, um, 
the, yep. the letter kenny uh cinematic universe uh, yeah. the lcu <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely worth your time. You, uh, I, I would sh- I would definitely start with Letterkenny, and then you can watch Shorzy after the fact after you're done with Letterkenny because the stories kind of diverge toward the okay. end. Of the wasn't Letterkenny right? like um? Wasn't that like a YouTube series, and then it got it's, a show? It, it, right? Yeah, it was like a small like Canadian series, yeah, 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 and yeah. then yeah, the, and they got they they found their way to Crave, which is Canadian streaming. And then uh, Hulu picked them up, and so now it's, you know, they got a little bit more money behind them. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, great show, great show. Okay, so there's Wrexham. Hopefully these moves work out for them, and uh, we'll see them, you know, back up into the top three, and then don't have to worry about a playing tournament. Yep. Get to the next level. Uh, World Cup 2026 news. Uh, they've announced the dates and the sites officially for the tournament. Uh, the U.S. men's national team will play their group stage games at Los Angeles first uh, on the 12th, then at Seattle on the 19th, and then back down to L.A. on the 25th. So it's all West Coast for the U.S. men's national team. I think, like, I get that a lot of people are upset that there's nothing in the East Coast for the, for the team, but that circles back to the um, uh, uh, the, the, the travel. Uh, you want to keep them all in the same time zone, I think, as much as possible. And I've, uh, you know, you got two excellent venues. Uh, I, I wish they would have done three different ones, uh, but it is what it is. And, you know, that's fine. It's, it, it's the group stages. And I'm sure if they advance out of the group stages, they'll find their way uh, further and further east as we go. I, um, so the final is going to be held at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. That's where the Giants and the Jets play for those who are uh, uninitiated. That'll, get, that'll happen on July 19th. Uh, Dallas is going to host the most games with nine in total. Jerry so, World, yeah, that's Jerry World. Get a lot of money. There's a you can get a hundred thousand people in there. That's a lot, a lot of money. A lot of money it makes sense. You're going to put a lot of games in that stadium. Uh, Levi's Stadium is going to host six games in total on the thirteenth, sixteenth, nineteenth, twenty second, twenty fifth, and then uh, those are all group stage games. And then July first, Canada Day they'll host a round of 32. And so those are your opportunities two and a half years from now to go watch uh, world cup soccer. And I'm going to one of these games. Uh, basically the grave is the only thing stopping me from going. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's it. Like, like the, I'm really looking forward to seeing a world cup game in our house, you know? Yeah. I, I want to go. I think uh, Venezuela is playing a match over there. We have a friend that's uh, really into it. I don't know if he'll be around around this time, but we had talked about maybe going to Levi Stadium to watch that game. So that's on my uh, circled list here to, to go uh, check out here. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, obviously those are uh, two and a half years away and there's probably going to be a drawing of some kind or whatever. But uh, if there's not, I think, you know, Levi's holds close to 70,000 people. I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to, uh, especially with USA not being here, uh, not not being uh, playing in, in in that stadium. There's right. going to be plenty of opportunities to see a match there. Um, just, you know, find a country that you do like that isn't USA and go there, you know, watch that one. Have I was going to, I was going to ask you, we haven't seen really any friendlies um, since Borhalter has taken back over, but mm-hmm. how are you feeling about it? Like with him taking over? Is Jurgen Klopp available yet? <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, I just uh, 
I, 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 you made me think about it when you were saying World Cup here that I'm not really sold we're going to get out of the first uh, bracket. Here. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, I like where I like the skill. I'll say yeah. I, I, I like the skill players. I like that a lot of them are playing in Europe. Gio Reyna just uh, got transferred uh, to uh, Nottingham Forest in the Premiership. So, well, um, speaking of Nottingham, um, our goalie he got demoted they just got another goalie so yeah that doesn't well, bode well that we're using yeah that guy. i'd like to see I, i'd like to see him get some more playing time too but it it, it is it if you're well, going to no, be he, the best you got to play against the best he, and he really hasn't been that great uh he's been yeah. decent but the the straw that broke the camel's back was the last match when uh he got nutmegged for a goal on the yeah. corner and yeah. uh he lost his job after that yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's a good enough keeper that he's gonna start some more games. Maybe not for Nottingham Forest, but uh, uh, you know, obviously the transfer window is closed, so he's yeah. there for the rest of the season. But uh, it's early 2024 right now. The World Cup is in 2026. He's gonna play between now and then. I'm pretty sure uh, he'll find his way back <laughs> onto the pitch. Yeah, uh, got some time to work it out. Uh, and goalie is one of those weird things, man. Goalkeeper that is like. There's a mentality there, um, just true psychopaths. And sometimes it's going good, and then whatever you, you, you get the yips sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And and sometimes you find your way back, sometimes you don't. Uh goalkeeper is weird. It's a weird position. Uh only the oddest of oddballs take it up for professionally. So I'm sure he'll be fine. And if he's not, somebody else will step up, and that's just kind of the way it goes. Um uh, my dad just popped into the chat saying, Germany, if if Deutschland is playing at Levi's, I haven't checked the schedule yet. I might be down to see that one. Uh, that's a team that is probably going to be an early favorite, one of the favorites. Yeah, I'd be interested. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, any number of teams, there's we got we got 12 of them to choose from. So, uh, yeah, uh, and 10 of them are already assigned. I just didn't look it up because I was distracted doing other things like working. <laughs> okay so i think that'll cover it for your soccer talk uh let's head over to baseball we got a few notes here uh the royals the low budget uh royals extend bobby witt jr to an 11 year 288.7 million dollar guaranteed contract i thought poor teams couldn't do that that's what i was told <laughs> that sounds great listen i'm happy for the royals fans they extended somebody they paid somebody more than a hundred million dollars i think that's the first time that's ever happened in their franchise oh. history um i didn't, I didn't mean to do that sorry, sorry. um <clears throat> yeah i think uh the royals um like the royals have like 45 draft picks that they could use for the next like foreseeable seven years so um they better have some money because they have yeah, probably I mean, the most cap. They've got like three different plans uh, uh, to build a new stadium too, to replace Kauffman Stadium. So, yeah. I mean, they're they're serious about staying in the city. They're serious about like trying to keep homegrown talent. This is a no-brainer. Any any idiot running a franchise should be able to see that you you, you extend your popular good players and then the fans can continue to trust and build relationships with that player. And, you know, it, it, it the money keeps returning in and on itself. Exactly. That's what I meant to do. Um, yeah, I mean, 
it, if only an ownership would you know spend that way <laughs> if only which ownership if only uh, i'll tell you well, what yeah baltimore's turned the turn the new page here yeah absolutely and you know I'm what super excited for baltimore go baltimore fan that's Good right the, Ange- them. the angelos family is fucking gone god there's your f-bomb it's hella late jeez uh yeah so the, the baltimore is fucking dead. sold the angelos family sold to david rubenstein of baltimore a yep. local billionaire guy that loves the team you know, and then he goes local. out and orders his front office go get corbin burns pay the man Jesus. like can you Their if baltimore start the, if baltimore starts spending right now on this window jesus yep. <laughs> jesus because that team is loaded right now the, yeah, the window is open for Baltimore. This is this is their time. And I heard uh, I heard uh, part of the ownership group, uh, Cal Ripken is actually part part of the ownership group. That's excellent. So good for them. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm actually really happy for for the Baltimore fan, uh, the Oriole fans, because uh, they've been kind of going through a similar thing with with the A's. You know, just shit ownership. Um. Yeah. I know we got more. We got more news on the A's coming up with uh, Nevada too. Yeah, um, I uh, saw today that uh, the Anaheim Angels. This was on MLB MLB Network Radio, that apparently Artie Moreno is getting ready to sell uh, the Anaheim Angels. So there, there's that process is starting. Um, so they're not really looking to add anybody uh, to their team. Yeah, you know they don't want to extend anybody. <laughs> uh, any, you know. So the the process is probably starting already. Right. But but I mean, at at least that ownership has signed people in the past. They have kept the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. Um, He's gone through some injuries in recent years, but uh, he's still an all world talent. And at least they did sign him to that massive contract, you know, and he, and he's worth it. He's worth that contract. um, If you're able to, I don't know, put anybody of substance around him. It's just crazy that you had Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and you never like mm-hmm. made the playoffs. I know, right? <laughs> that's in just ar- like inarguably that's more front office, really. Like outside of being able to get those two guys, like nobody could pitch there. What the hell? I um, would argue, I mean, it was maybe not so much last year, but it was probably one of the easier divisions to, you know, get into the wild card at least, because you knew that that the Texas was going, I mean the uh, Houston was gonna win it. But maybe you get into a wild card position. It wasn't like the West was the best team in, in all of baseball, or at least the best yeah. division in all of baseball. Yeah. I mean, so. you you have doormats like the A's uh, yeah. there. Um, Seattle is a perennial pretender. Yeah. Um, Texas got the job done last year, but before last year, they were, they, they were, they were not garbage. Special, yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like outside of last year, but you had your window was there, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, so that's that's just um, that that's dereliction of duty. That's negligence. Uh, Did you hear the, the rumor? Part. Did you hear the rumor of the of the potential buyer of the Anaheim Angels? No, who? Is it oh, Joe? Joe? It, no. Oh, A different basketball owner. R- Vivek? No. No. no who? Who is uh, Dallas? Uh, Mark Cuban. 
Oh. That would make sense. He sold off so, the majority of yeah. his uh, team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's got some extra cash floating around. There's that rumors that uh, that he, would, I guess, he's been trying to get into baseball in in NFL. So, yeah, actually, you know what? I think that'd be kind of cool. Actually, that's really. an owner that cares. Yeah, I mean, I actually think he's many good. things. You can't say he doesn't care. Right. <laughs> you can't say he doesn't want to win. Yeah, he, he wants, he to, wants win. to win. He, he like he he always ta- he's from what I understand he's always taking care of his players. Yep. Um, I haven't seen it up close. Um, uh, people just don't like him because he's you know there and he talks a lot. Well, like, that's like the that's annoying. The the uh, what's his name? De- De- Deontay West or I think that's his name. Deontay Deontay West who like had a basically a, a episode because he's had a mental breakdown and was like homeless walking on the streets and like mark cuban saw him and like put him in his car and like took care of him for a few days you know like that's what owner does that i will say that he will actually be at the games on like you know certain owners but he will be at every game which should be refreshing because i don't know many owners who go to their games yeah not in baseball at least yeah um yeah so uh that would be an upgrade to be sure uh uh yeah so i mean obviously here it comes uh we already have it in the chat by my dad hashtag fjf fuck john fisher um we can like what if john fisher sold to a local billionaire you know if only if only um the nevada teachers union is suing the state and the governor over the legislation that passed uh that uh that got the funding the 380 million um so so that's in play um they're also trying to get that ballot measure uh, across they still have about um four months to get over a hundred thousand signatures like throughout the entire state vince not an must... easy task but definitely doable i think vince there's no ballpark design it doesn't exist well did you guys hear that so john fisher at this stupid meeting where nobody clapped or anything said that he's waiting on the Bally to do their renderings and, and designs. Bally and around. Bally says, nah, motherfucker, we're waiting on the A's. Like the CEO <laughs> of Bally was like, we're waiting on it's you. It's the Spider-Man pointing meme. So, <laughs> and Bally's themselves is a shit show. So, so the Yeah, thing they got is, all kinds of financial problems exact, right now. Exactly. The thing is, is if Bally, so uh, apparently I think it's in March, March or April, there's actually going to be a decommissioning, take down the trop. Um, they're going to be taking that down. Yeah, and basically April for 1st the is trop, their last day. Correct. The trop is now on a clock. And for, for Bali, they need something happening on that site ASAP because it's going to cost them money, a lot of money, to just have that land sitting there. All the while, they're developing... I think they're developing a huge ass um, hotel. I want to say in Chicago or maybe New Jersey or something like that. It was Chicago was a problem. But they're developing yeah. a huge property in Chicago, and that is like going. So now they, you know, if the A's are going to be a business partner, they really need the A's to have their ducks in a row. And that, you know, that's what's scary, guys. Is that's one thing that we know that John Fisher has is his ducks are always in a row. <laughs> i will say that i i think it was um casey pratt was saying that by i want to see said april or june like they have to have something they have to have a deal otherwise bally is just gonna cut out of the deal and be like right we didn't get anything and i need i like to your point they have i to need move. to they i need to, to move. make money off of this land 
Yeah, right. it is go time. Like the it, other like, thing that yeah. Casey Pratt said is uh, he heard some smoke about the A's just may not exist for a couple yeah of for like three yeah. years. You may so he didn't report on it because he was like, "That's crazy," and then now it's like being yeah, reported uh, on what, by baseball the, the, people. The the station in Sacramento broke that news. The, yeah. the radio station up there. Yeah. Yeah, foul territory brought it out. They were they were talking about it's it. It's ridiculous. Like, it can you imagine? Like, I don't understand how the owners. I mean, I get it. I get it. They they money. They don't really give a shit. They blah 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 money. But to have a commissioner who has fumbled this every single step of the way, you need expansion teams. You're gonna take an established team away before you even had an expansion team. You needed one like 20 years ago, like. What are you doing? It's a mess. Yeah. I mean, it is just a, it's a joke. I mean, it's, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It is the clownest um, of clown shows is what it is. This is like, I don't know the, the, we, nobody knows how it's going to end, but it's far from over because now Las Vegas is not a guarantee. Yep. Um, did you really, as an ownership group, did you really exhaust everything in Oakland because you own half the current site? So why aren't you even negotiating buying the other half of the current site from the city of Oakland? Uh, the JPA is gone. So this issue with the Joint Powers Association, the city of Oakland and the county owning it, and then you know the Raiders, the A's, the Warriors, like that that knot is kind of undone to a degree. It's really the A's in the city. So why aren't we negotiating a, a sale of land contingent on you're going to stay in Oakland and, and build there? So did you really exhaust everything? So I, I'm not really sure how MLB could continue to say that, you know, John Fisher did everything in his power to stay in Oakland because that's that's false. The other thing is, the Howard Terminal site, I think they have until I want to say the end of the year of this year to, you know, the, all of the permitting, the environmental impact report, all of that goes away. And if nobody comes in and tries to develop this, then all of the progress is lost, is what I heard uh, just a few days ago. So, like, it won't be developed at all by anyone. I mean, if they start point, doing like, something with it, unless the, somebody starts doing something with it, the arc storyline of our emotions with this oh, whole days thing, like we were sad, depressed, <laughs> to angry, upset to at this point, I'm just laughing my ass off because it's, now it's just a comedy show at this point. Well, the, the thing that as a citizen that pisses me off is he's going to hold up the development on the current site and held up development at the at the water site on the shoreline like this guy it, the city of Oakland needs income they need some type whether it's the A's or someone else like shit or get off the pot people live here and we need we need we need economic development in this city whether you like the city of Oakland or not whether whatever political affiliation it's it doesn't matter the city needs to move forward. The city has to move on. And we can point fingers at politicians and say, say what we like and don't like, whatever. You know, I got my gripes. But you're, you have a billionaire 
holding a city hostage. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't deserve to own a team. He doesn't deserve to fucking be part of the region. You know, this guy's a silver spoon. Uh, he's a fucking Giants fan. He still goes to the Giants games and Giants stuff. Like, get this fucking guy out of here. <laughs> Talking about putting your team in a minor league ballpark in Utah or Sacramento. The fucking clown. <laughs> it gets me yeah. so mad. Our money's not good enough. God. Our money's not good enough. That's what it comes down to. And um, and the nearly billion dollars of infrastructure money that Oakland was able to attain, um, you know, that's 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 not good enough. You know, because you could have you could have temporarily scaled down the site. Temporarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just said, hey man, we're only gonna develop the ballpark and a little bit around it. And there you just close the gap of what the $80 million, $90 million they were difference on. Mm-hmm. It's been really... reported now that it's even less, that it was even I less. I thought now. it was something like, I thought I seen something that was like $47, 48000000 million. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it, it's a fucking joke, man. He's a clown. I, he's, he's, uh, he's MOB poor. I don't think he has the money to really do anything. You're seeing that he's selling his uh, gap stock. Um. I don't think he has the money, man. I don't think he has the liquid assets to do anything. And that's why he's going around to whatever city begging for money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so. And Utah is really happy to see him too. Well, uh, they, no, I, so there, I, there's, there's the people that put up the sign, the bet, like the, yeah, the yeah. on the, the uh, Utah wants the A's or whatever. I'm like, okay. So that was, that was all, Have them. that was all funded by that. The guy trying to get an expansion team. So I'm not right. I'm not knocking Utah because I think baseball would do well there. In reality, I think it. I think it would. Probably, I think it's it better would. than than what Colorado's producing. I'll tell you that. But you still got to deal with John Fisher. So I don't care if they go to Utah, right? Like if that deal gets done, fine. But you got to deal with John Fisher. Like that is but your problem. The thing problem. is too is like now he's trying to he's trying to sell part of the A's. At a two plus billion valuation, yeah, to Vegas only... to Vegas billionaires. Well, why the fuck aren't you trying to sell a, a stake to a Bay Area billionaire? Did you really, honestly exhaust all options in the Bay Area? You didn't. You're lying. You're a liar. Yeah, Look, he lied. And then you got the fucking weasel, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Cavill. Like just a fucking sleazy, slimy, shitty human being, you know, like then you you can't the the PR person can't even make a fucking appearance. Instead, you, you're running the baseball manager out there to do everything for you. Hold on. Hold still, on. Let's, still, you, you can't even do a fan fest for your last year on the contract books to play at the stadium. <laughs> the fans have mm-hmm. to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and honestly, shame on Dave Cavill. The way he came in, the energy, the uh, we're gonna get this done. Like he he was a, a, a salesman, you know. He was trying to sell it, sell it or whatever. But there was a lot of people that really genuinely believed him because he was feeding the the citizens, the the A's fans, a bit of hopium for the first time. Because before he came in, it was oh they're gonna move to San Jose, oh they're gonna move to Fremont. This was the first time. 
that it was, okay, we're going to stay here in Oakland. We're going to get something done. That was the first bit of you're going to try to make Oakland work in two decades, you know? And so that then to, you know, three years later, turn around and pull the rug and say, we're going to, you know, dual pathway with Vegas. And it, it, it it's, it's disgusting. You know, I'm, I, I've never, as soon as he announced the dual pathways, I, I had not been that livid in a long time. And then just everything new, uh, new that came out of that afterwards. Um, I've never wanted to set somebody's car on fire more. I like, <laughs> it's just been nonstop with this fucking Mike, asshole. Mike is in the chat says he has a buddy up in Portland that says he would, he would love the A's to be up there. The thing is, is no matter where the A's go, you're going to deal with John Fisher. So yeah. let's say he goes to Portland. Okay, great. But Portland is going to pay for the stadium. And John Fisher will not spend a fucking dime on on players. So for them to like average for, you know, the the Cavill said a few weeks ago that they're going to start spending money because they're going to start averaging. They're going to get into the top 10 top eight, top five of baseball payroll. They're, they're going to go from 78 million to 120 to 140. It's not going to happen. MLB average was like 165 it's last not year. That was middle of the road. Yeah. It's not going to happen. And, and honestly, guys, I just think the John Fisher name, the ownership group, how you treat players, how you treat your alumni, like is so shitty. Why would any free agents want to sign with this franchise? Uh, they, they're going to do their uh, the Hall of Fame, the Oakland A's Hall of Fame uh, this year again. Who's actually showing up for that? Right. I mean, I, I don't even know who's being inducted. I hate and to be that asshole that's, that's an A's fan, but, like, I've been saying this for a long time. Like, name a, name a Hall of Fame A's player since the, I'll say, the Billy Bean era, right? Because that's kind of like where the Moneyball era and, and Late this 90s, generation yeah. of, of A's. Um. What was the, what did Billy Bean start? I think like 95, 96, something like uh, that. It was like 97. So an A's Hall of Famer. And I know like Eric Chavez went in and things like that, you know, but you look at the numbers. He he went in and I love Chavi. And he went in primarily because of the gold gloves and things like that. But there's there's many A's players that are probably going to get into the ring of honor, like modern A's players since this Billy Bean era that really aren't ring of honor players. They're just getting in because it's all you fucking got. Yeah. Like there's no players of longevity. You don't even have a player that like all of your home run leaders and RBI leaders. If it's not Ricky Henderson, it's all guys that played in like the twenties and the thirties and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, Ricky Henderson, like, Mark McGuire has a couple of them, and then like, fucking Jimmy all your Fox. guys, like yeah. you know, yeah, like all your guys are you in where the apex of the fucking steroid era. You don't even have leaders in home runs from that era. I think the A's, I think they're all stars. Are most of their baseball cards are in black and white. <laughs> Like exact dude, Hall of Famers, yeah. yeah, Hall of Famers, yeah, yeah, are mostly black and white. <laughs> like mm -hmm. the last Hall of Famer, like MLB Hall of Famer that I can remember is Ricky Henderson. Yeah, I like, mean, you had you name had, like, a player. 
you had Frank Thomas at the back end of his career. He had a but hell he's of a, a white sock. He's going he's a white sock. Yeah. Yeah. He's a white sock. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm getting at. You've had a couple of guys. Like, Mark show going and Mark goes in as as a cardinal. You know what I mean? Like it's McGuire. McGuire. Yeah, he ain't getting in. I know he's not, but if he is, but he's going to go in as a Cardinal. He set the record. He set the record as a, as a Cardinal. The next year he got traded. The very next year. Yeah. He was traded in the middle of 97, 98. He goes fucking off. I think, yeah, I think uh, Matt Olson could, could potentially be a hall of famer, but if he is a hall of famer, he's probably going in with whatever team he wins a world series and an MVP or, you know, whatever. So Atlanta, yeah, um, so it's going to be, it's not going to yeah. be an A. Atlanta's uh, getting the, the the prime years of uh, of Matt Olson. So like you don't and, and even, Murph. you don't even have a player on the A's that's your all time leader in hits and home runs and blah 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 just based on longevity. Yeah, like you don't even have that. Nobody gets a second contract. Right. It's nobody gets a second contract here. All right. Uh, okay. I mean, this is a, this is a horse that we continue. We will continue to beat, um, you know, matter how dead it is, we are going to be on this story. But, um, as we said in the past, we're going to treat the A's the same way we treat the Cincinnati Reds. Um, if something interesting happens, we'll cover it. But, um, day-to-day stuff like, you know, reading the scores every week, like we do with the Sharks and the Warriors, we're not doing that with the A's, uh, this season that part of the that part of this podcast is kind of done i think um unless we get a new owner and uh that new owner promises to keep the team here and start building either on the current site or at howard terminal or wherever the hell it ends up being as long as it's somewhere i can get to on bart with relative ease and i mean like i consider walking less than a mile from the bart station relative ease like yeah you know so I feel you, there man. we are. All right. Anything else for the good of the order, gentlemen? Nope. All no, right. I just Let's... need to go take some blood pressure medicine. And lower yeah, the... I know, right? Uh, start pe- playing like uh, calming pan flute music or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you've been listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and hit that bell to get alerts when we go live. Follow us on Instagram and threads at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into those DMs. Love to interact with you all. Uh, thank you to uh, uh, Mike and Edward and Jacob for being in the chat today. Uh, uh, we, Thanks, guys. We love, thank you. We love talking with you guys, um, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>